Uh, what's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in once again to the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. We're doing a mashup with my boy Everett, so I'm going to let him go ahead and get his intro off. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Everett. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that? having me on again, bro. What was that long it's pause, like, bro? <laughs> man, my girl came in here again asking questions. <laughs> my name is, uh, let, me, let, me, let me check with her real quick, baby. Can I got to tell my name? Right, cool. <laughs> hey, wait, can I say my name, please? Okay. <laughs> All right, this is my name, man. My name is Everett. Uh, yeah, nah, but, um, yo, what's up, y'all? Unofficial Therapy Podcast, we back. Hey, Thanks man, for we... having me on again, bro. Hey, man, we back in here, bro. It's, um, it's, 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 it's a good time to be doing this, bro. We've been, we're... Hey, it, you, you ain't never lied. <laughs> we sitting at home anyway, you might as well talk about something. Crazy times. Past, past hey, man, crazy times. That's what that's what that's that's what people say when they don't know what to say. That's like them when saying, yeah. "Hey, you know everything is everything." Like you didn't have nothing to say, did you? <laughs> right. <laughs> you didn't. You had you have nothing else to get off. Just you know, just hey, right. hey, we trying. We out here. We living. Hey, one day at a time. Like bro, <laughs> give me a little more than that. <laughs> Say what? Yeah, crazy. Is you, you know what you know what I've, I've noticed from this whole thing though is like it like it's low key legit bringing people together though like it's yeah some people some people being torn apart like people who don't you know bad marriages and that kind of thing yeah they're breaking up but but like for regular people who aren't in loveless marriages um, it's weird people talking on the phone to each other people are like checking in and I think it's actually yeah. a good thing. No, bro. I mean. also weird hearing from your dad uh, hearing from your dad but my dad was like it's gonna be a baby booming christmas i'm like <laughs> man these corona babies are not, coming bro bro he's, hey corona babies out here bro it's gonna but, be um, rough in december <laughs> it's like what happened bro, I'm huh? you, the hospitals are filled now <laughs> like, like <laughs> listen if you if, if, you, if you get it in for this past week your baby gonna be born right around christmas so oh, that's that's a present for you open that up you know Listen, man. I don't want to get you. I don't want to get you like caught up. So I'm assuming that's not you. Like you are happy. You have a great girl. That's not me. Bro, <laughs> that is eighty percent of the time. Oh jeez. Oh boy. Oh jeez. <laughs> What's the other twenty fifth? The other twenty percent is those those extra hours we stuck together. <laughs> you know when you you know when sometimes you're like, man. Movie. Can't do that. <laughs> hey babe, I'm gonna go to the room. Um, no, you're not. We we watching TV. Oh, I, I guess I guess I'm watching TV. <laughs> right, exactly. You live in the studio, you're screwed, right? 
Well, listen, man. Listen, I'm going to the balcony to smoke. You don't smoke, exactly. That's what's up, though, man. Like, how you, like, how you holding up for real? I know we all jokes aside, like, you know. Oh man, you know what? The first, so I, you know, originally I work from home all the time, right? Right. Um, so I'm like, I'm used to it, but a part of me is also like, man, I don't want to be used to it. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how much you work from home or no matter how much time you spend in the crib, there's, you get to a certain point where you're like, man, all right, uh, I'm ready to go outside or I'm ready to go do something, you know? Um, I mean, I'm fine. I'm, like I said, like the phrase I use a lot is I'm chilling, but, um, like truth be told there are you know i do miss like i do miss like going to the movies and i do miss like going out to dinner you know and i do miss you know we we can still get outside and and take a walk and you know walk down the street or whatever but you know just like there are certain activities that you know you do start to miss and uh you know it, it is what it is bro i mean you know i think i think the economy is is all screwed up right now too so you know i think if you're you know Obviously, if you're somebody who hasn't prepared for anything, right, or doesn't have any kind of, like, any kind of reserve just, you know, for a rainy day, then, yeah, that stress is going to go through the roof. So, yeah, but I, I mean, guess, I, that's, but that's, that, isn't that, isn't that most people, though? Like, <laughs> it's like, it some, is, it's at least half no, the country, bro. It, it's, it's at least half the country, yeah. bro. And, you know, I mean, luckily, I, you know, I chose to not be a nigga this year, and I saved my, and I saved my tax refund. So, are you uh, are you know, trying I, to say you didn't take your tax refund and immediately go get a new pair of J's? Is that what you're trying to say? Bro, I thought about it. <laughs> I thought about balling out. I looked in my closet, I was like, boy, this tax refund about to have me looking fly. But... <laughs> Uh, this year, I decided to just hang on to it and, you know, put it to, you know, just like long-term long-term savings. But you know, this this unprecedented situation has me saying, well, that's <laughs> not to go to, you know, any bills that need to be paid, you know, regardless. So, you know, it, I'm not too stressed about it. I'm just. I'm more bummed because I was really excited about the fact that I'm starting to save my money a little more. Yeah. You know? I so that. now it's like, <laughs> the universe is like, <laughs> no, you're not. It's like, let me go holler that, let me go holler that savings real quick, though. <laughs> right. Exactly, bro. So, I mean, but, you know, I, I will say that the, the one thing that, the one thing that just kind of keeps me a little more positive is just knowing that, like, my situation is not the worst. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I got a place to stay, like, I'm not going to be in financial ruin, um, you know, after this whole thing blows over, I have things lined up, so I'm not, I'm not too stressed about it, bro, I'm honestly trying to see it as like a nice little vacation, you know what I mean, so, listen, what about you, you, man, man, you know, I'm out here, (laughs) (laughs) no, you know, yeah, you know, this like, I'm, um, I was trying to think of like a good um, like metaphor to describe what's going on right now, and I think I got it because we all like we all live in L.A. and it's like you live in you know you live in R.A. you got a little bit saved up, and then like you forget that your like car registration is due, and you didn't. <laughs> it's like oh man, it's due this month, and you didn't allocate the money towards it, so you 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 can pay it, 
but you definitely can't floss the way you want to. So it's like, yeah, I'll have a house. I'll do that, but I was supposed to go get sushi with this chick later on, and that's definitely not happening no more. <laughs> it's like, that's, that sushi money is going towards registrations. Hey, how you feel about PB&J, baby? So, right, exactly. Better get creative, homie. Man, listen, yeah. I've, been, I've been creative my whole life, bro. Like, when you when you that's broke, true. you got to be creative. You know how many creative dates I've been on? It's <laughs> like... Right, you just that's that's like it's almost like like because I'm not tall or like some. Well, I mean, I, I've got muscles, but I'm not like some bodybuilder type dude, and I'm not some I'm not some like elite athlete guy. So I can't just rely on physicality to get stuff, and so right. I always had to be real like clever and real like suave to like even make anything happen. So I, I had to learn how to be good at massages like in middle school. I could, <laughs> <laughs> I could. Hey, bro. Don't Bro, I'll, funny. Don't let don't let the dude in the white van hear that, bro. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I'm not I'm, I'm not a child. I do pull up if you want to. I'm gonna leave with his van. You know, I'm saying when you were in middle school, let him pull up. Hey, I heard uh, I heard you were good at massages, young man. <laughs> sorry, sorry, old man Jenkins. Not for you. <laughs> right, exactly. But I'm saying like that was like I I remember being that kid because you know I, I grew up wearing glasses, being in like you know magnet schools and all that stuff. And so I'm sitting, I'm sitting here with a protractor in my pocket, but you know, <laughs> my TI, my TI 89, like a boss, but, oh but God. I was, but I was cold on the massage game and girls would be like, I heard you, I heard you give good massages. And I'm just like, I mean, I tried. <laughs> and then I would be like, well, you tell me and I'll, and I'll like massage one shoulder and I'm like, oh man, I feel so good, bro. I was, you ain't changing the But here's the thing, you only what you saw a couple years ago was cultivated 15 years ago. Like there's a saying, you should dig your well before you're thirsty. Like I was digging that well when I was 13. So when you saw me at 28, like man, Chris Cole in that massage game, like bro, I've been doing this long and I've been alive basically. (laughs) I'm basically a registered massage therapist at this point, but. I'm just saying, like, it took many years to, like, cultivate that stuff. But, again, I only did that because I had to. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, I want to just walk in a room, like, some ninth grader that's on varsity basketball already and just pull. Like, that. Would, yeah, that would be awesome. Who wouldn't want to do that? But I I didn't have that luxury. I couldn't just be that dude. So you, you kind of pivot and learn how to make it through. And that's kind of what's happening during this time where my job is very active. I'm with people. That's my job. And... Yeah, you can do the virtual joint, but based on my personality, it doesn't really work for what I do. And so I've so I've gotten really like like home. I spent probably two to three hours yesterday, like writing a whole list of like body weight exercises, variations, um, cueing techniques, and all that kind of stuff. Because I have people who want programs, but they don't want to do the virtual training just because they think it's weird, which I, which is fine. Right. Yeah. And so that's I've what I, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Right. So I've been. I've been writing, I've written more programs in the last week and a half than I've probably written like this calendar year. We're three months to the year. So it's just like almost four months. Like I just been some like different like fitness levels and you, and then it's based on what people have available to them. At the gym, it's easy to write a program. I could just go to the squat rack and do X, Y, and Z. But when you're at the house and you got a potted plant, two jugs of water and like an old chair, you don't really like sitting in. And I have to write a whole program around it. It's made me way more creative, but also yeah. allowed me to hit my clients where they need it. 
And so they're hitting me with a little money here, like a little 50 here, 75 here, whatever, like little, little, just a little pocket change basically. But when you're not, when you don't have money coming in really, then that's beautiful. That's food for the week. Like really, I, I just got hit, a client just hit me now for their program for the week. And I'm like, well, that's, that's groceries for the week. And that's, you know, part of my phone bill that just came in. So it's. So it's allowed me to, it's forced me to pivot, but that's what the life is when you don't have it given to you. So how am I doing? I'm, I'm in the process of pivoting. That's, that's, you, you and and all of us, bro, to be honest, I mean, it's, I mean, I think this is where most, you know, this, this, these times are going to, are definitely going to separate, you know, the people that fold and the people that, that, you know, that thrive in, in weird you know in intense situations you know what i mean for sure and trust me when i tell you like i've heard of people folding with this whole thing going on listen you know cheesecake I mean? fatter you see these motherfuckers cheesecake bro. they just said we're yeah. not paying rent this month i'm like how you <laughs> bro it's crazy they're like and they're still in it bro and they're still in business. they're, they're still, still open, open. they're still over they're like we're just not we're not doing it fam what you gonna do? Closes? It's one of the most gangster things I've ever seen in my life. Right? I'm like, wait. Dude, we just everybody not... else still gotta pay rent. <laughs> but, but, but everybody else is out of business or is unemployed. But you're still in business. And Bruh. you're like, I'm not paying rent. Bruh. Bro. Bro. Um. Cheesecake just said, we not, we not, we not here for it. We we not here for the smoke, bro. It's like, hey, just so you know, we gonna stay open, keep making money, but y'all not collecting checks as much. Like, I I wish I wish I had the the balls to be as gangster as Cheesecake Factory. What are you gonna do? Right. What's the right. repercussions? Dude, I mean, so you know, I mean, there is that thing. I get it. Like, there is that thing in L.A. where they're like, yeah, if you don't pay rent, we won't evict you. Dot 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 right away. You know what I mean? You still, my thing is like, you still gotta pay rent. You still gotta pay. You're gonna have to pay eventually what but, you owe. But here's the thing, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think people mind that, yeah. I feel like cheesecake is just, I mean, they're just being stupid. They're just going to amass more debt than they already, I mean, it's Cheesecake Factory, but so they, they probably, they're, they're not tripping that hard, I guess. Cheesecake Factory, but, listen, they're, they're banking on a bailout, probably. But I, I, they just they the the balls to just be like, yeah, we not out of business, but we not here for the we not here for the rent, bro. And then and just to be like, what you gonna do? It's it's some it's gangster, bro. I I, I really respect them. Um, yeah, yeah, I couldn't do that. No, because you're not cheesecake fat. You don't you don't I'm cater to gluttonous people. It's not that bad. <laughs> so, and that shit will be paid. Yep. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> do it, bro. Not trying to be out on the street with Corona. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. If you're, if you're homeless, you're basically guaranteed to have it. Like, I just don't uh, know. I just don't know how you, how you wouldn't. Like, how yeah. would you not have it? I feel like it's, it's a I virtual mean, guarantee. I mean, you know, I, yeah. If you're, well, if you're not in contact with anybody. Which, you know, again, that's rarely the case. That's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah. So like they they, yeah. they 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 got it and they the ones asking for change and they need it the most. 
but you don't want to get too close because you're like, bro, I know you got it. I can see it on your shirt. Like, I, I know you got it. I'm not. Like, I'm going to put this dollar right here. I'm going to take four paces back and you grab the dollar. I'm not, we're not, we're not doing hand-to-hand transactions, bro. I'm not here for it. You got a Venmo? I'm not here for it. two coughs in public before people start looking at you like you gotta go on. Like you get that oh, you get that goodness. one clear to throw and that one like follow Bro, up and that's it. Not with me. Not anymore. <laughs> Dude, if I see somebody go <clears throat> I'm like, nope. Not, bro, I'm so I'm so paranoid now. I'm so paranoid. I shouldn't be this paranoid, but I'm like, that that scarred me because I was like, bro, he has it. I'm I'm and now everybody in here is gonna have it. I'm out. I'm outie. Luckily I was far enough away, but I heard it. I was like, nope. I'm out. I feel bad for people who have regular allergies and colds during this time, because it's yeah. still it's still March. Like it's still technically like, I guess we just crossed over in the spring recently, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of yeah. like it's still kind of winterish, and people are yeah. still getting regular colds, regular fevers, regular stuff. Not every sickness is Corona, but if you got allergies right. during this time, bro, stay whatever, whatever, yeah, stay duh. Home any- Bro, stay home anyway, because you don't want that. You don't want that scarlet letter on you. That's what it you is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not. It's, I mean, it's it's unfortunate too because I was I was talking to Chloe earlier today about how even when this thing, even when they start opening shit back up and the thing, quote unquote, blows over, bro. You know how like it, people have now are now being conditioned to see everything as coronavirus, bro. <laughs> like. Because here's the thing, nobody was thinking about people didn't even know what this shit was before it was popping, right? That's true. And so, and so now, whenever you see somebody, I know this is, I know this is the case for me. But whenever you see somebody cough after the shit blows over, whenever you see somebody cough, you just gonna freak out. <laughs> you just gonna be like, "Yo, cover your mouth. You gonna wash your hands, dude? You're just gonna assume because the thing is now it's now it's in the you know now it's in our our ecosystem." Yeah. Right now, now everybody, now people know about it. So now people are just going to be paranoid about getting coronavirus, bro. You know what I mean? And yeah. maybe it'll, maybe it'll blow over. Like maybe people will forget, like they forgot with like uh, swine flu. You know what I mean? Like nobody really is really checking out for swine flu. But a part of me thinks like this shit is the the uh, the mental uh, scarring 
that this is going to have is going to last so long because of the impact it's had on like everybody's life and so I I feel like people are just going to be so paranoid moving forward and like they're not most people probably aren't going to like want to go outside as much which means less traffic (laughs) (laughs) that's that's a long that's a long that's a that's a long bit to get to that punchline I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have some Corona hate crimes coming soon, and I'm not looking I'm not looking forward to coming, it. Coming soon. I mean, listen, bro, here's the thing: we listen, we have some now, but people are mostly quarantined, so it's like the ones that are happening yeah. are on the margins because most people are not. But like when you're back to regular life, let's say we're in late July, and you somebody's at a barbecue and they ate over the meat or whatever, and you start coughing near the meat, bro, like that's it. <laughs> that's your ass. Like you can't cough near the ribs. Like yeah, it's nah, I'm not eating that. And, and then and then but then imagine if you pay for the ribs though and now someone just coughed yeah. on like it's it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be that yeah. and then here's the thing like you gotta be, people gonna weaponize this imagine being some disgruntled chick and you're breaking up with your guy and you or he cheated on you or something and you just start coughing on his clothes and that kind of stuff it's gonna happen man you know no, it's gonna be a you thing. know that's happened that's happened already it happened I didn't know in, that uh, it happened in the want to say somewhere in, on the east coast somewhere oh, in new york no. i think but yeah somebody somebody uh or middle america something i don't know where it was doesn't matter some dude walked up in the store and was standing hella close to like the meat section right this is during the quarantine stuff or the stay-at-home order right some dude walked in the store and was standing mad close to like the meat and uh and one of the workers was like, excuse me, sir, you're standing a little close to the meat. Can you back up? And he was just like, Ugh. like he started coughing oh, all no. over everybody and wow. said, I have coronavirus. That's a crime, <laughs> isn't lucky. it? You guys are lucky to have her, your jobs. <laughs> yeah, it was. And they yeah. arrested him for ter- for terrorism. Yeah, that's 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 domestic terrorism. What a, what a hater they, that dude is. Even if he doesn't have it, he deserves whatever he gets. If he does bro, have it, then he's really petty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, you're going to jail, and that's what, yeah, that's what he gets. I'm like, why? I mean, he probably lost his job that day, and so it was super stressed. But that does not excuse that behavior, bro. So, so you lose your you job, so I'm gonna possibly infect dozens of other people. That's not, right. that's so not I'm reasonable. Just hurt yeah. People, but you know, that's how people. You know, that's how people think, though. You know, a lot of people have just that mindset of like, man, I'm mad, so I'm gonna make everybody else miserable. Shoot, I know somebody. <laughs> I could name three people I know personally. I won't do it, but I know people that think that way. You know. Yeah, it's 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 a lot going on, man. It's first of all, yeah, I didn't know about really this story, but that dude's definitely a hater, and he's not the only one. He's just the one that made it on TV. It's like those like those yeah. kids who were like, what was that like a month or so ago? People were like licking, um, like toilets or something. And they were just, it's something, it's, I promise it's something like that, bro. They were like licking, they were just, it's like some kids were like licking toilet or like licking handles or something. And then the kid ended up actually catching it. I was like, what are you doing? What are you, are you doing? Me? I'm not. I'm oh not. Oh my God, bro. Yeah, but it's. I, I don't understand. Hey, again, you know, survival of the fittest out here. <laughs> Are just gonna try our best to not get it. And I'm one of 
those people. I really, I really, you know, even if I'm asymptomatic, even if, you know, even if I'm asymptomatic, I don't want it, bro. Because I don't want to have to be, I don't want to have, I don't want people to know. You know, and that, and that, but yeah, I know it's fucked up because you know there are people out there that have it and they know they have it, but they just don't want people to know that they have that's, it. That's I think that's those are the people who low key are probably the scariest people. That's like that's like to oh. me. This is basically like having an STD. Uh, facts. Like, that's what it is. Facts. Like you, you know, know how, yeah. You know, you know how it, it definitely is because you'll see these celebrities go on IG and be like. I have an announcement to make. I'm referring to Idris Elba right now. <laughs> he went on that shit, bro. And he said, I have an announcement to make. I. You gotta do the accent, though. If you're gonna do it, you gotta do the accent. Okay, be, be, commit I, to it. I, okay, I. Um, I have an announcement to make. I. Um, was notified that I. May have had contact with somebody with coronavirus, and I just got my test results back today, and it came out positive. Now, I don't know if my wife has it, she hasn't got it tested, but I, I feel fine. I just wanted the world to know. And, bro, I'm watching this. I'm like, bro, he's literally trying. Like, it seems like it's a Michael Johnson uh, or Magic Johnson announcement. Like, oh. you're not going to, like, you're not going to. It's not like a terminal thing, bro. Yeah. And so now. But he's also an actor, he though. That, he wasn't going to do be smiling. I got it, y'all. You <laughs> <laughs> no, can't, no, can't, can't be happy. <laughs> that would be Kevin if he had it, bro. <laughs> Got it, y'all. It's like, um, uh, guess what I got, y'all? Bow. Mm-hmm. Nah, give me down. Mm. Got Corona. Mm. It's like, I need you to calm down, Kev. Can you no, put your shirt yeah, on, I mean, sir? I mean, exactly. But no, the way that he did it was like, just like, you know, natural, sultry, uh, 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 Elba stat, like style. He did it just as if he was in some movie. But I was just, you know, I love Idris, but I was just like, bro, okay, like, the way that you're, the way that you're letting us know is like you're like, damn, dude, you're about to die, and like, Kinda, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, bro, a lot of people are gonna get, a lot of people are gonna get it, a sure. lot of people are gonna get yeah. it, a lot of people are gonna be asymptomatic, and a lot of people are gonna recover. Like, it's not, it's not a death sentence, but I think it. it say that being said, I still think it is. Like I still think, obviously, we need to take it a little more seriously than what how we've been taking it. But I don't think we need to like like treat it like it's a death sentence, you know, or like it's a like it's the worst thing in our lives. But it's just like, yo, just know that you have it, and you know you you can be fine or you can be sick, but just know that you need to stay your ass at home. You know what I mean? Bro, like, people, bro, people don't take things seriously until it hits rock bottom. That's that, that's my I have a whole podcast from like I don't know, like a year ago maybe about my rock yeah. bottom principle and I really apply it to personal training but I think it applies to real life where I don't think people really take personal training super seriously until they hit some level of rock bottom where they tried to get in shape for a couple of years couldn't do it they go to the doctor doctor says hey you know you have a lot of conditions you may die early and they get real serious they go to their high school reunion they're like oh you've gained forty pounds like I think something has to happen for people to take it yeah. really really seriously 
And in this country, the last time people took something real seriously was 9-11, bro. But yeah. but there were yeah. but there were warnings about all that stuff before it happened. Like there was like, hey, you know, they're building weapons. Hey, look out for these terrorists. And we we're like, now nah, we straight. People don't attack us here. And then when it happened, it was like, you like like remember well we were kids, but like you used to be able to go to the airport and kind of do whatever you wanted. Like <laughs> you could walk in the airport late, like have your shoes bro. on, walk through the little like there was no full body scan. My brother walked through TSA with some scissors in his pockets, bro. But don't just I'll never that. forget it. I don't say anyway, that too loud, well, but... <laughs> nah, nah, he did, bro. He oh, did. Geez. We were going our way to freaking... I forgot where we were going, but he had scissors in his pockets. They were like, are these yours, sir? And he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I had those in there. Yeah. And, I mean, my brother's, my brother's dumb. But anyway, they confiscated them. They're like, okay, yeah, sir, you're going to have to go through again. <laughs> but this was before 9-11. That's so, what I'm saying. you know, what, like, they, they didn't freak out. But, yeah, no, you're, you're 100%. You're 100% right, bro. I mean, I think it's I think it's our I think it's our country, though. I, I honestly think it's our country. It's just so reactionary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, which is so... I mean, it's so backwards to me because... <clears throat> When it comes to like, when it comes to the military, like the military and our defense system, you know, like that is the one place where I believe that we're like over, like overly proactive, you know, (laughs) you know, just based on just no, but I'm saying just based on the amount of money that we spend on our just uh, that's where most of our money goes it's, a, over, it's almost our, three-fourths of our money goes to it it's pretty impressive yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's it's insane you know what i mean like and uh but you know but then when you look at things like this things like coronavirus i mean dude the, you know uh, president trump he <laughs> what'd you call him <laughs> oh you heard what i called him i called him president trump it's be, but, that's you know, not his and, name and again like and again like i don't i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep this political at all i don't want to keep it political but like you know he we had a place and we had a we had like a, a a task force in place you know prepared for something like this and you know it it was cut you know it was cut as soon as as soon as he went into office and so you know and so when this thing hit we were obviously it shows we're extremely unprepared for it you know what i mean but Thanks. i think there are other I think there are other countries that just not even not even in just like a uh, like a, a, a virus or an outbreak standpoint, but like you said, like personal training, yeah. like a lot of a lot like or health and wellness in general, like a lot of countries are just way more proactive about, you know, about things than than we are. And I think it's just in a, I don't know where it comes from, where it stems from, but it, it is 100 percent an American mindset to be reactive to things instead of proactive so like when you talk We're about free like people, yeah man. i think i I, what? I think i know what it is like we 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 built this country on freedom freedom liberty you know very nice right. very nice um yeah. like we built this country on we do what we want like even when we got here we just said whatever england we doing what we want we just bounce like we do what we yeah. started this country we did what we do came in to snatch some land from some indians snatch some Africans, start making moves. Like that's how this country was built. And I think to a large degree people I think our country is kinda of what the Twitter social media verse is. Where everybody on Twitter has a voice. I guess somewhat equally. If you have more followers, I guess you have a louder voice. But everybody can pretty much say and do what they want within reason. 
at a certain point, yeah, they'll get shut down. But people can kind of do what they want. And so as a result, everyone feels empowered to be bullies. They feel empowered to just, you know, be petty and say what they want. And as a result, you have a lot, you have what this, these feeds of people just attacking each other and just everyone's trying to get outraged and trying to cancel people. And it's because everybody has a voice. And this country is, we can say, hey, guys, let's stay inside and try to protect each other. And there's always going to be people like, I'm, I'm American. Fuck yeah, I do what I want. I'm not staying inside. I'm going to go out and do what, live my life because it's like people die for these freedoms. But we, we, we listen, we're, we're selfish. I, I think other countries are selfish too, but I don't live there, so I can't speak on them. But we, we're, 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 we're selfish countries. So you say we're reactive, but we're reactive because I think people here, and maybe this is true other places, we always feel like it won't be us. Like theoretically, theoretically, you you know you can you can be in, involved in some terrorist type thing like at your job or at your house or whatever. It could happen, but we yeah. see that on TV. Like it could be a it could be a, a block over. Like oh, that sucks for them, but that's not gonna be me. We just we always assume that even when this Corona thing hit, there are people who were overly like the, the like the, the toilet paper paper towel chicks who are out here fighting. Over a, a sixteen pack of toilet paper, which is literally enough for like six months. So, right. even though like I never listen, I bought an eight pack of toilet paper two weeks ago, and I'm still on my first roll. I'm just like, I'm like, what's? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm like, it's a strong roll. Like it's oh, like it's a, it's a bigger, okay, it's like a double okay. roll. Again, I live alone. Okay. I don't have kids and all that I was stuff. So. Say, You have a whole girlfriend. You have two people. I don't. I mean, two two people. In a, I feel like for us, I feel like for men, I feel like a girlfriend is it counts as two people because they got a wife twice twice as much as we. That's do. true, but I'm saying like yeah. the point is, like immediately, people started doing all that all that stuff, and it was all I gotta look out for me. Like I I don't know which video it was. I think it was at a Costco, and this woman had bought two, like sixteen packs, which is ridiculous. And she had gotten into this altercation. So, so much toilet paper. And the lady that she was fighting with was like, I just need one. And the lady was like, nah. <laughs> she was just like, Wait, what? She's like, I just need the one roll. Like she she just said no. She just she just flatly said no. She's like, nope, nope. I was like, you have thirty-two rolls in that bag. <laughs> you can't you're just like, I'm not giving you one. I need this for my family. And I was like, your family needs 31 rolls? Like, it's not like we stopped making toilet paper. It's just, it it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Because this is broad daylight at a Costco. This isn't like in, like, you know, Indonesia on the day when people are fighting for bread or something. This is at a Costco in in, in the middle of whatever it was. And it was just like, I can't even, like, just can you give me one roll so I can get through the next day or two until I can find a place that sells more? And I can actually buy the amount I need. Nah, you should have got there before I did. Sorry, you out of luck. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. It was a really scary thing. That's what I was going to say. Like, dude, that's just scary and, like, really discouraging, bro. Like, it really is. But, I mean, the silver lining, I mean, not even the silver lining. I guess as discouraging as it is, you know, that's. I feel like that's what, that's what makes the news. Right. And sure. that, that's what makes it. That's what that's what makes the headlines is, you know, the outrage, the scary stuff and like the, uh, you know, the stuff that doesn't make you feel good. But that gives you that shock factor. However, 
there are still people out there that are like donating toilet paper yeah. that are like you know or you know so as scary as it is the good news is that man there are there are a lot of soldiers out there like soldiers in like the literal sense and soldiers like street soldiers you know like people like you know everyday joes out there helping out you know somebody that they don't know so i guess like you said like you said like when we started this thing off it's like yeah i feel like i feel like as as much as it's as much as initially it made people like against each other, I feel like a lot, a lot more people are coming together and like putting their differences aside to really like, to really like help each other, man, honestly. So I think that's, I think that's the good thing about it is like the people that, the people that do have hearts are, are able to shine. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not thing. This this is going to sound nerdy, but I think it's, it's math. So whatever. I think most things fall into the standard deviations that they kind of set forth, whereas like most things happen like in the first standard deviation, which I think is like 68% of people. And then there's the two extremes on either side. It's the second stage and then it's the third stages, right? So, but most things are in the middle. It's the bell curve. And I think most people in the middle of the bell curve are people who they go, they get the amount of groceries they need, they get the amount of toilet paper, paper towels they need, and then they go home. And then you got people in the second tier who, like, they're still kind of living the life they were living before. Like, you know, I'm still buying Angus beef and, you know, brown eggs and pomegranate juice, right. kind of bougie stuff. But I'm still living my life. Right. And then it's the extremes yeah. where people who who are so out of it right now that they can't afford food and they need people to give. And they're just, they're, they are, you know, already foreclosed on, businesses closed that won't reopen. And then there's the other right. side of people who are so wealthy and so well off that they're like, I gotta give back. Like people like like the, like the Drew Brees kind of thing. He just gave like five million because he's like, yeah, I'm getting bro. paid twenty five yeah. this year, and I've been I've made over two hundred million in my life, and I live in New Orleans where the cost of living is pretty low. Like I can afford yeah. to do this, but there's people who are just like, bro, if, if we don't get back to work by April fifteenth, <laughs> I, I don't know. And so yeah. Like you said, like there's those people at the top, the people like even someone like I think Stefan Marbury is trying to get masks from China because he knows so many people over there. And like, I'm like, that's I didn't even think of him as being someone who could even be like a liaison or something like that. But bro, I mean, he's have you watched his documentary? Side note, have you watched his documentary yet? I haven't. I know he's a legend over there. Yeah, he has. A, he I think he has like a new documentary out on Netflix now. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Who would have thought Stefan Marbury? looking out for the people that really <laughs> the um the, the media is trying to tear down you sure. know what i mean like i mean the the way that <laughs> it's so crazy the way that the way that a lot of these news medias are, are painting the picture and even even our own government is painting the picture of china is just like you said it's just so it's so hateful you know what i mean so again like just to 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 see People like Stefan Marbury just be like, nah, you, you guys are wrong. These people are just as, you know, these people are, are just as fantastic as you should think that they are. And <laughs> we need to help them too, you know, is, I mean, the glimmer of hope, bro. It's just a glimmer. It's a glimmer of hope. Not even a glimmer, bro. It's, 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 a big shine, it's a big shine of hope, you know what I mean? And I really hope, I really do hope that when this thing blows over that people kind of, come to realize how powerful that is just in everyday life when everything is good 
You know what I mean? Just like, hey, it's always nice to it's always nice to help out. I think it will. I honestly, I think it will. I think people are I think people are having enough of a midlife crisis or even just like a corona life crisis <laughs> right now to to kind of second thing like think about their life their life in general their life as a whole and i think a lot of people are going to come out of this and be like uh i gotta do something bigger you know what i mean so i think you here's the thing i'm um i'm not a i'm not a pessimist because people have accused me of such a thing what a terrible thing to say <laughs> i'm not a pessimist uh, <laughs> you're a realist i'm well i think i see things as they are I was I was I was, I was telling people when the Dow was at twenty eight thousand, it's going to drop below twenty. To people who make significantly more money than me, people who spend more money in a trip than I make in a year, basically, and they were like, "No, no, we're going to." I'm like, "Bro, this is is going to plummet," and they were just like, "You don't know anything." Ruff, 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 ruff. And then, and then when it hit like eighteen five, I was getting texts from people who were millionaires, like, "What do you know?" And it's like, it's not, it's fear and it's panic and all that. This is what I believe to be true. I think people, and again, I live in LA, so like the like Kobe died like was six weeks ago maybe, and I I was here like I worked that day that he died, and I remember the immediate mood of the city. I remember how people kind of came together strangely, even across the world, and I was here for it. And I was I was asking people how long do you think people will keep this up? And he's like, well, he's he's a, he's an LA legend, you know, he's going to change the way LA is, and I was like. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be like a four to eight week thing. And I think we've already gone over the hill. I think it's pretty much like they're doing a good job on social media, showing old clips of him winning game winners and that kind of stuff. And that's awesome. But I think it's already, especially because we're not playing basketball anymore. I think it's already kind of a past thing. I think when this is all said and done, I think there will be a moment for maybe a month, maybe six weeks where people are kind of banding together people are more communal and i think people who didn't talk to that many people before will go back to not talking to that many people i think people will double down on selfishness because again if you were if you had built up some kind of equity or some kind of wealth and it was kind of fading away your your agenda is to get that back up you built it up the first time you don't want to be like whoa just happy to be working again it's like all right i gotta make some money in case this happens again or in case the election goes a different way and businesses get taxed harder and that kind of thing and I think people will come together for a moment, and then because you got to think, once this is done, we're going right into the election cycle. And You're so, not wrong. so right, not so, wrong. so once we get into, we've, let's say July, we're all. I think it's gonna happen before that, but let's just say July for like whatever the worst, worst, worst. We got July, August, September, October election, and so you're gonna have three months of them slinging dirt, talking about it's your fault, Trump, that we went through this. He's like, I did a great job. I brought us out of this. It's going to be all that stuff. People are going to be very divisive about it. People are going to be, you know, coming off, like, I think I think unemployment ends, like, July 31st. So people will be coming off that extra boost that they get back to the real jobs. Businesses that close down won't be restarting. So those people either have to take out super loans to start a new business or they got to pivot. I'm not, I just like, so I don't want it to sound back. I think there's going to be a lot of good that comes from it, too. I think there's going to be some tremendous art. I mean, I'm, I'm a comic, so I think comedians are going to come out with tremendous jokes. I think it's going to be some great TV shows that people have been in their house writing for the last two months where they didn't have distractions of, like, the day. Yeah. They could just sit in a room for 12 uh, hours and write. So I think some amazing movies, yeah. some great scripts. I think there are people who you, have... You, yeah. You, you think people... So basically, yeah, you think people are just really going to try to 
go hard and go hard like people are gonna go hard on like their their life that they want to get back to for themselves yes like personal gain yeah and, and that's try what to I capitalize believe. on yeah, yeah 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 try to capitalize as much as they possibly can on when things go back like kind of like a pent up like I got these plans and you know yeah. this, when we were, I was we, you know when I was under the quarantine I got these plans and I'm really just gonna go hard on these plans instead of like thinking about somebody else I think or, people, yeah and, and here's the yeah. thing I don't think that's because I'm saying this and it, sa- that, it sounds bad but I don't think it's a bad thing no, I think it's no, self I think all. it's self-preservation I think people feel like yep. I have to protect mine first as you should be that's self-preservation we all get it but also yeah. it's what's like when's the next one going to come off like even this this you know treatment or whatever cure we start giving to people we don't know the long-term effects of that so even once the people have it it could be like all right cool they're getting better but we don't know if this is going to come back we don't know if the next one's going to be stronger we don't know what it's going to be i think it's going to make some people look in the mirror and realize their lives have been kind of not wasted but that they've been kind of in neutral and i think a lot of people have been in neutral we've had conversations on the podcast about kind of getting stuck and you have to like unstick yourself but you don't realize you're stuck until someone tells you it's hard to like be objective about your stuck place and when you look at like if you're cheesecake factory and you i don't know when cheesecake came in business like i'm guessing it's been at least 30 40 years but when you go two weeks with a slowdown and you start saying i'm not paying my rent bro like what's happening as a business yeah I don't think nothing. I don't think, bro. I honestly think that they're just like, yo, if we don't pay, we're not gonna get evicted, so we're not paying. Like, but just the, but just the mentality though, like, because again, at some point, you know, we're gonna go back to some kind of normalcy. What, what are they gonna say? Like, sorry guys, we just had to look out for our bottom line. Like, there are businesses that literally closed down already. Cheesecake factories across the nation, they are super expensive. And their menu is ridiculous. And it's like, I know financially they're fine. They're still literally making money today. (laughs) So it's like, I think it's going to bring out some of the best in people. I think you see some great art, some great creativity, some great music. Um, And I think you There's some great music right now, bro. I just just, just (laughs) listened to the Childish Gambino album. I haven't listened to the new Party Next Door album yet. But I know I've heard heard very good things. Hop on. You'll have to hop on over to Color Radio pretty soon, bro. We got some, we got, we got some heat for you, bro. Are you trying to plug Color got, Radio on the unofficial therapy bro, podcast? How dare you? I got you? some heat. I got some heat. Oh boy. I got some R and B heat for y'all. Anyway, enough of that. Color, color Radio. How, how dare you try to? Now, if you guys really want nah, to be but, get a little bit of encouragement, come over to Color Radio and get you some music. Hey, uh, but. So, speaking of, like, speaking of, like, you know, like, great art and, like, all this stuff coming out, and, like, did you hear about DJ D-Nice and his, his uh, old thing? Hear his, about it. I was, I was watching. I was wondering. We're in there, bro. bro I was in I there. I missed it because I was in, I, I, I'm social media hiatus again. Uh, Don't ask me about it. I, uh, I know you are because but, I went to tag you in one of our posts, and I was like, so he just not here no more? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll talk about that in a second, but, oh, but bro, like, yeah. yeah, but, um, but no, but like that shit is amazing to me, bro. Like That's honestly awesome. is that was the coolest thing I've, I've seen in a long time. You know what I mean? Like the fact that the fact that, I mean, 
it just goes to show that music brings everybody together. That's a fact. It um, is, I but agree. yeah, bro. I mean, I mean, D nice. I've known, I've known, you know, I, I mean, people that are, you know, big into music and hip hop in general, like may have heard D nice's name because he's been a DJ for like a lot of big people for a long time. Right. Yeah, he's, he's very popular. It, he's, you know, but now he's, a, he's social media megastar right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I think his business is just you know i think his i think his rate just quadrupled overnight well, you know what i mean apparently his rate is, was um, already pretty absorbent it before so it, now it's, it's like more now. yeah it's more now <laughs> it's more bro when you have when you have ellen michelle obama when you have and the owner of facebook mark zuckerberg hop in your 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 party your ig live party Bro, it's, I mean, it's it's a game changer, but I mean, just like the level, and the thing is, he's been doing that for years, and so just to think of like, oh, maybe like I should just go on IG Live and throw like a little, a little party, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and to, to think that, because that's what people want, that's what people need, you know what I mean? It's just something, something fun, something communal, you know, something to, to get the spirits up, you know? I mean, it, it it's huge, you know? And so, I was going to say, though, like... Not even, I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not even trying to plug right oh, now. Oh boy, here we go. When I, Get ready for the plug I, in. Three, I, two, one. Started, and here we go. Uh, <laughs> but when I started it, when I first started Color Radio, the very first show that I did or that I attempted to do was on IG Live. Right. Mm. I was I was streaming the music from I was streaming the music from my from my laptop to like I was streaming the um, the the mix, the playlist I created to IG Live, um, and it was popping for probably thirty minutes, bro. And then IG shut it down, oh. and then they turned off my live. Yeah, and then they turned off my my live capability because the music was copyrighted. Yeah, you're not paying now, these people, so you're not an official DJ. Yeah. yeah. But but my thing is like it's not even about being an official DJ. It's just like you have to have the music copyrighted or licensed. You know what I mean? And so I know for a fact that like most DJs, most DJs do not have licensing privileges on the music that they play. Mm -hmm. um, you know, which is why most DJs make their living on on live events because it doesn't matter if you're at a live event and you're playing live music. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. no way they can track that. You know sure. what I mean? So, which is you know, which is you can get into like you know, you can get into like radio and stuff like radio legal le legal logistics and stuff like that. Which is you know why you know you can't really you can't really have like a it's what they used to call pirated radio or pirate radio where you would just like have music but it'd be pirated like it'd be you would you would stream it live but it was technically illegal because you didn't have like the the licensing or anything like that gotcha but but um but so anyway so they shut it down when i was on ig live and so when i saw that you know so when i saw that be nice had a hundred thousand people in there and and he had Mark Zuckerberg being like, "Yeah, keep it going." I was, you felt some kind I, of was there, I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> I tried this shit and it didn't go over so well. What the fuck?" Well, you don't have three hundred thousand um, followers, and you don't do celebrity parties. Exactly. So I was like, yeah. uh, "So my thing is like, okay, I like, 
I get it. I understand. I only had like a few. I only. I really only had like. I didn't have that many followers, and I didn't have enough people listening in. You know, but I was just kind of like, okay. But I think there's. I think there's something that goes. You know, goes with having three hundred thousand followers and like having. Yeah, money. You know, That's why you know. Money. It's, it's money. Exactly. You think you think Mark Zuckerberg listens to like Motown? He plugged right. in because he saw it was a wave and he wanted to be a part of it. Just like yeah. just like Joe Biden hopping in and being like, good music, sir. It's like, all right, all right, all right, behave. Right, 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 behave. Right, like, yeah. it's like, they didn't, didn't, hey, they didn't shut his shit down, bro. And well, would so, they? They were making I'm, money off of it. <laughs> hey, I'm about to do it. I'm about to try again. We'll see what happens. Well, he's, he, 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 start, he started something. I think you're, you're segueing into I where I wanted something. to. Listen, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, no, no, real, real shit. He really, he really did, bro. He yeah. really did, and I really, I really hope that, like, um, I really hope that people continue. I mean, people have definitely been like Swiss Beats. He held a party. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all these DJs that I feel like get no love and deserved it for years are finally, you know, are finally. I, I feel like D Nice kind of like opened the door for them and now they're you know now they're able to like do the do this thing on ig live where they can you know where they can have live dj parties and i you know i really i really am just like really happy about it because you know me like me i'm all about the music anyway so i'm really just like i'm really just like encouraged by it in terms of like another way to like give music to people um, I mean, it, it does definitely mean the death of radio. I mean, the radio's kind of been dying off for a long time, but um, but just like you know, live live radio is. I mean, D Nice is shown the world that Facebook Live can be can be used for that. So shout to D Nice, bro. And yeah, that shit was popping, bro. He was yeah, that thing rocking. But here's the thing, you said, but you said something that funnels me into this question. People want to know. You're all about getting music to the people. And you're all about the music. When can people expect some more music from you, sir? I'm tired. I'm tired of gas. D- listen, D Nice got the president on the side. I'm done gassing him up. I want to. I want to talk about you. Oh man. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a good question, Chris. I think so. You got. I know you got the time. <laughs> I know you got the time. You on furlough, baby? We here now. Hey, bro. That's real. Um, I mean, my furlough is not official until tomorrow, but whatever, on two days from now, so I still have to work later, but whatever. Um, but the music, uh, yeah, bro, I've really been, I mean, aside from Color Radio and me just trying to plug other artists that I feel like are making amazing music anyway, you know what I mean? Like, music, like, literally amazing music. I I try not to compare my, my own music to other people's, but... Sometimes when I hear other people's music, I'm like, bro, this is the best music that anybody can come out with until the next person comes out with something even better. So, <laughs> sure. but, but my music, my music, bro, I've really just kind of trying to be trying to make, make the best music I possibly can. And so, you know, sometimes, sometimes when I do try to like make better music than what I previously did, because that, that's one thing that can happen is you'll, you know, you'll you'll make a song and then you'll make another song like shortly after and those two songs sound very similar and you're yeah. not really you're you're not really growing, right? So I mean, you know, you can you can, you know, think of a list of artists that release music every like four years. 
You know what sure. I mean? Like, there are plenty of them that that don't put out an album. You know, because if you have, you know, if you have an artist that puts an album out every six months, guess what? Their shit's gonna sound the same because there there there's been no growth, right? So to answer your question, yeah, that's right a now, that's I'm, a long long way around the neighborhood to get to this answer. Yeah, but I hope bad, I hope it's worth bad. it. I, it's all right. It is. So to right. answer your, so you, so to answer your question, uh, I'm still in the developmental phase of trying to grow my music and trying to make sure that it doesn't sound the same as the last thing that I put out. Right. So I've really been so instead of you know, the stuff that I used to create it was like heavily produced and like like heavily produced, you know? And by that I mean you know, I would, you know, obviously, like, I make, you know, I produce my own stuff, and so I try to, you know, take these different sounds and produce as much as I can and get these different sound, these different sonics and make it sound as extravagant as I could, you know, at least all while staying in the same lane that I kind of want to stay in. Now I'm really, really trying to strip all that away and start and take what I've learned and like take take what I've learned and what I've like developed over the years and start from like square one which is just like live instrumentation and my voice right and then just slowly build that back up um and just like really just get better at the live instrumentation and better and like just really really practice like really really hone in on my voice and um I'm trying to see where that where that takes me you know what i mean i'm really i'm really just trying to grow and like trying to find a, a i guess a new sound that still fits me and like i, I really don't want to i really don't want to sound like anybody else and i think that was one of the things that was i was really having a tough time with when i was you know when i was making music before i'm well, not making music before but with like some of my my last music was I was really listening to other people and then being like, Oh, I can do that. And I would, <laughs> and I would make something that was, that would sound similar right. to what somebody and you know, and there's nothing wrong with inspiration, but you know, I really am. I'm really curious to see what I can pull from having like limited access to, uh, to other people, to like a particular artist's music or, you know what I mean? Like I'm really just trying to like, okay, what if I practice my own music as much as I listen to other people's music? You know what I mean? Um, because okay. before it was, you know, because it was before I was like, okay, I would study somebody's music for like a week and then I would try to like emulate that in my own way. You know all right. what I mean? All right, so, really so, so let me get my own shit. Let me so let me ask you this. How how often are you actually in the recording process of your music now? I know you're like this is kinda of like some kind of ephemeral kind of thing of take it all away, what's left and rebuild it. Like I get the concept of what you're talking about. But practically, because I gotta nail you down before we wrap this up, like how often yeah. are you actually at the piano going I'm in on your music? Piano every day every day okay before yeah i'm not recording and when i and when you ask like recording i'm practicing and by practicing i mean i'm recording myself and listening back to what i did that day and then saying like mm, okay i could do better here and i can do better here which is something i never used to do 
like I'm I'm really critiquing myself. You know what I mean? And I, it's something I never used to do. And I think that because I'm doing that, it's like it holds myself to a certain standard that I hold myself to. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and I mean that's I think that's just you know I think that's just part of my process right now. So to answer your question, I'm I'm working on it every, literally every single day, and I'm like you know I'm learning different different songs and different chords to play and so hopefully i I can't give you a time i can't give you a timeline it's really because then because then that becomes a that becomes like a goal-oriented thing where it's like man i got nothing but time right now and i'm just really trying to grow every day you know what i mean even if it's a little bit even if it's a lot one day you know i'm just like trying to get better every day so i don't have anything i don't have anything lined up in terms of a project or anything like that or a specific date um you know i'm not i'm not tied to a label so i don't have a deadline to finish a project or listen anything. listen i'm only i'm only asking the question because i would be remiss if i wasn't trying to keep you somewhat accountable because i get it you're you're in, you're in the process phase of what this is and but processes really manifest through action so it's like you're in the process you're in the yeah. process and there's going to be failure and ebbs and flows. But it's nice to know, I guess, where you're trying to go a little bit. And sometimes, again, you, you maybe you're stuck musically and you need uh, a podcast with your boy to give you a little bit of a, a kick. I don't know. But, I would, again, I couldn't just let you come on, especially after the, the color radio plugs and all that stuff, and not... Yeah. kind of pressure on this a little bit because about my own music oh, i got to yeah, bro. i have to no i and i appreciate that yeah i mean and i and i definitely know where you're coming from because like a lot of the time for myself and i think any creative person is you have uh you have a goal in mind with the activity that you're engaging in right right so like you know as you know i know for yourself like as a comedian you know as a stand-up comedian you have a goal in mind for where you want to be. Therefore, you, there are certain there are certain actions in place that you s- most of the time have to intentionally intentionally put there to get to wherever your you wherever the goal is, right? Right. Um, and you know, sometimes putting those actions in place is it can feel like a burden because you're like oh, I don't want to do this today I don't want to do this today uh, you know like you don't you don't enjoy the process as much as you just want to get to that goal you know what I mean and like working out you know so there are some people that just love working out and will do it just because they enjoy it and then you have some people that hate working out but want to get to that goal right right so I mean for me though for me right now is for me for me uh for me right now for me right now i don't i don't necessarily my my goal is that you know i just want to get better right and there's no like concrete like when i get to this point i'll be ready is that doesn't exist i'm really i'm really just enjoying like the the process of like implementing like oh like you know every day like i don't even have a schedule like i'll just get up sometimes and i'll just start playing the piano um, you know, and start practicing just because I, I enjoy doing it. Now, uh, that kind of plays directly into why I hopped off of social. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> directly why I hopped off of IG. So for those who don't know, I hopped back on IG for like a week and then I hopped right 
back off. And it's literally because I realized, you know, because I was off of IG for how long, Chris? Probably like yeah, you're off the grid, bro. four months. We couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't, like we couldn't four, find you. Yeah, I was off for like four or five months or something like that. I was off for a while. And I hopped back on and I was posting a lot and I was leaving a lot in the stories. I was talking about, you know, me, <laughs> color radio and all American and all this stuff. And I, and after that, I just, I felt a difference in my day and like my productivity and my inspiration and all that. Felt a difference, my, a shift in my priorities. I, I literally consciously felt it, which was interesting for me. And I realized that because I consciously noticed it, I had to make a conscious shift again. And I was like, okay, I, you know, I, you know, I put the two up against each other. I was like, okay, my life without IG and my life with IG, which one do I enjoy more? <laughs> and it was literally the life without IG um, for a number of reasons. And mainly, and uh, mainly is because, you know, um, the time that I would spend, um, hopping on the piano or the time I would spend just like watching TV with my girl or the time I would spend talking to the homies on the phone or, you know, or whatever, or exercising, you know, um, that was like, the difference is my prior, I was prioritizing those things just because I enjoyed doing them, not because I wanted to share it on IG, you know, cause like my thing is like when I have IG there, when it's there, I'm thinking about it. You know what I mean? I'm thinking about, oh, did somebody leave a, a message for me? Or, oh, if I post this, how many likes will it get? Or if I, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that just happens for me. For me? Um, and, <laughs> for me? Uh, yeah, and I feel like if I eliminated that, then what would happen? And it turned into, okay, I'm playing this piano just because I want to, not because I'm, you know... That the thought of oh what will people think never creeps into my mind because it's not a possibility, you know. So well, that was long winded. That, well, that was long winded, but that's that's kind of like my explanation on that. So well, I'm listen. off, but I mean, you know. Well, look, if it's this part of your process, we're gonna let it ride, and of course we're gonna check in with you. But we're gonna wrap that's this up. Bro. So is Color Radio still online, or is it is it yeah, down to Color Radio? still online they're still they're still technically an ig for color radio um whenever i post a new show on soundcloud or apple podcasts uh i'll probably leave a post on color radio um but yeah uh, color radio is still around um i think we're on show i'm on show number 12 dude like from starting from nothing um and just like an idea i'm pretty overwhelmed with like the amount of love that i that i get on that show and by love, I mean like just to random people that just find it on SoundCloud and, and play the whole show is is really cool. So um, we're on show number 12, um, lots, lots of good music, lots of good R&B artists that you've never heard of and some that you have. Um, and yeah, you can find us at Color Radio, that's C-O-L-O-U-R yep. uh, Radio on SoundCloud. And if you search it on Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, so that's, 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 that's that for that. But man, Hey, let me just go ahead. Let me just go ahead and gas you up real quick, bro. What the this f- is really, <laughs> nah, nah, real shit, real shit, real shit, dude. This is really, this is, I'm really proud of you on this podcast, bro. Like I, I remember when you started, I helped you get this shit started yeah. on, on like, and, and you've been, you've been for the most part, very consistent on just like 
you know, giving people those gems that you got and, you know, helping people through their thoughts or just giving people that, that, that pure comedy, um, whatever it is. I mean, everything you have to offer on this podcast, it's like really, it's, it's really dope, bro. And I'm always, and I'm always really honored and like really appreciative to like be on this, this journey with you, bro. So, uh, shout to you, man. Hey man, I appreciate it. I couldn't do all the little people out there, you know, <laughs> Florida thing. Wait, <laughs> shout out to the people out there. You know? <laughs> that's, I'm, 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 I am Floridian, man. You say what you want, but um, I know that's what I heard. It. <laughs> it, 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 we probably can. I, I gotta talk to Marvin and um, and Raph about doing a, a kind of mobile one like this. But because we were recording all of them for like YouTube purposes, we kind of put a pause on that during the quarantine. And so it allowed me to kind of again pivot back towards this podcast to still put content out. But the goal will be to have both more consistently. And again, I'm happy to have people who want to be on it and that bring something to it. And again, Color Radio with the U, get that out and. Yeah. You know, we're gonna say bye to the people, but this this probably won't be the last time. So we have about another month of quarantine. There'll probably be another time when we decide to top on. Maybe you can preview some music for us or whatever. I don't know. I'm not putting no pressure on you. I'm just talking. Nah, nah, I, dude. I would love to do that. That would be dope. You can make that work. But um, yeah. ever, thanks for coming through, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Unofficial Therapy yeah. Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Stay safe. Stay inside. Don't be a hero, and all that good stuff. Deuces. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. That too. Deuces.